Welcome to Bacon is My Podcast. Before we get into this show, we do want to let everybody know that we are proudly bringing this show to you from the den. Yeah. That's the Deluxe Edition Network. Rocking it out. Found at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. In the D-E-N. That's right. We are a part of an awesome network of really awesome podcasts, such as... That's a lot of awesome that you just said there. Yes. A health history I'd like to fuck. Yes. There's also <laughs> Beard Laws, Spoil My Movie. Yes. The Deluxe Edition Podcast. There's like 26 different podcasts, so go over there, check it out. DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. Do it now. We are happy to be one. Thank you so much. What's your bacon? Bacon! Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Bacon is My Podcast. Jimmy and Mike here with Karina, who is really blonde. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yep. Real. <laughs> she's she's both blonde really blonde, blonde. <laughs> and uh, the awesome recording artist that is really blonde, who has brand new video out for Girl in Your Story, out now. Very cool video, by the way. Definitely check out the video. Yeah. Um, and she directs and produces and and does all of her own stuff. Very DIY. Very uh, all encompassing artist here. And yeah. Uh, it's a fun video. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. A lot of different looks. A lot of different looks for you in the video, which is very cool. I like it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, so what? What? Um, like, so I, I during our conversations with like other musicians and and talking about like, you know, self producing and and all that kind of stuff, uh, I couldn't even start to think about self directing. Um, so like. Tell me what goes into uh, in, into your process of like the video making process. Like, it, do, does the song when you write a song does does a uh, like a visual accompaniment kind of strike you while you're writing it, or is it something like that? that oh, okay, I'm listening to this song. I can put a treatment to this. Like, what made you take on both of those things? Yeah. Um, I mean, my background, yeah, has been for years, like, working as a photographer and a director, sort of doing, like, visuals for other artists, like, in New York, and so it's kind of like I am just a visual artist kind of by default, and so everything for me is very much about the visuals. I think, like, half the reason I wanted to even make my own music in the first place was so that I could, like, you know, produce the visuals in the way that I wanted and really, like make my own vision come to life. You know, I've loved working with other artists, but to an extent, if you're working as a freelancer, like you're always kind of like, you know, providing a service, you're like sort of fulfilling the other person's vision, you know, and, and even though I'm directing, it's like, you know, we're still working within their concept, still their song, like, et cetera. You want to make sure that the client is happy. And so this was kind of my opportunity to finally like fully fledged do kind of the vision that I've had for a while. So yeah, it's very much that like when I write the song kind of initially, sometimes it really is that like immediate, but once I finish the demo, I get in like a weird phase where it kind of like 
wander around my living room for two hours, like listening to the demo on repeat and just kind of like imagining what the video would look like, you know? And I feel like when I get this really clear, like download or vision of what the video would look like, I know that like, that's a song that I should bring to the studio and actually record. Like when I sort of see the full vision coming together, like that's kind of my inclination of being like, Oh, like this is a keeper, you know? So for Go In Your Story in particular, I think that I sort of sat down and I decided I wanted to release that and the last song that we just put out, Your Angel, kind of like back to back. And so when I started thinking about the visuals, I sort of wanted them to feel cohesive, but also kind of like opposite. I kept talking about them as like kind of like the A and B side of a record or like, mm-hmm. um, you know, fraternal twins or something. And so when I was putting the treatment together, kind of like, had one whole mood board that was for kind of everything and then sort of like picked and chose certain aspects that I had pulled, you know, to put together both of the treatments for each video. Um, But we shot them both in the same day. We had the whole same crew, same stylist, same everything. And so I really wanted them to feel kind of cohesive, even though they're very, very different. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a lot of DIY. It's a lot of me kind of being a one woman show, which is kind of what I'm used to. So in a way it's kind of my comfort zone. I've only kind of recently, um, sort of like relinquished some control so that I can like produce stuff in the capacity that I want and, you know, ask for help and kind of like get a whole crew behind me so that I'm not like actually having to do literally everything um but it's very much like yeah from start to finish um from start (laughs) to finish it's uh yeah it's me creating the whole treatment putting together the mood board drawing out you know the storyboard for everything kind of beat by beat in the song like what all the shots are going to look like making a whole deck meeting with the dp figuring out what equipment we need. Like I'm really doing all the production as well. Um, for girl in your story. Yeah. I, I was the only producer. So I'm like the one on the phone calling the fan rental company, making sure that, you know, the van comes with locks because last time I did a big production, the vans didn't come with locks. So then I was driving to home Depot at like midnight being like, I can't believe I have to go buy these locks right now. Like, you know, so right, there's just right. a lot of aspects that go into production, particularly film production, that I think a lot of people don't really think about, or like yeah. if you're not kind of in that world, like you just wouldn't, you know, realize. Um, so music videos are a big endeavor, you know, but it's really a labor of love, and um, there's kind of nothing better than to me like a big chaotic shoot day. Like it's it's sort of the most like manic energy, but. I kind of love it. I feel like it kind of brings out the part of me that was like a theater kid in high school of like tech week when the show is like on the weekend and you have to be in rehearsal every day, all day long. (laughs) You know, it's like, you don't sleep, you feel insane, you know, but you're like, I just love this. I'm like feeding off this crazy energy and I'm just so excited, you know? So I get, yeah, I get a little nutty like towards the end there, but um, it really pays off. And I feel really lucky that, over my time kind of like building a network in Brooklyn that, you know, I I work with all my friends. It's like my girlfriend's the set designer. My friend is the DP. My friend's the stylist. My neighbor and my friend is the makeup artist. It's like, 
you know, pretty much everyone is someone that I like care about and like want to have around me. And, you know, I, I really appreciate that they all tr also trust me enough to sort of like, let me steer the ship and like trust my vision and kind of like know that it will uh, play out. Okay. You know, and, and it's been really affirming for me because I really do want people to leave feeling like, they felt valued on set and that they were compensated for their time and that they had a positive experience because as someone that's kind of been on the other side of it as well, it's like, you know, there's so many things that can go wrong and it's such exhausting work, you know, that I really want everyone to leave feeling like they had a positive experience. And so far it kind of seems like that's been the response. So, you know, it's, it's really a gift. Like I'm, I'm happy that I even get to do this. Like I think that um, it's been a long time coming, but I'm just hoping we can keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we are so excited because Manscaped has upped the game. Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. They They've did. got interchangeable dual head system with both a regular razor that you're used to on your lawnmower, mm -hmm, but also mm -hmm. now a foil blade as well. Uh, and if you already have one of these, if you already have the, the, the 4.0, the upgrade's good, man. Upgrade is good. Upgrade is good. It's got all the stuff that you like already. The light is a little bit brighter. Yes. Key, it has a lock. Yes. So that means in your bag, it won't turn on automatically because you're traveling somewhere and you put some shoes in your bag and you push down on it and it just turns on and then the battery's dead. That's right. You can lock it. Awesome. Awesome feature. Everything else, you've got your ceramic blades, you've got your skin safe technology, you got all, all of that is the same and improved, but... It's just a better system. Highly recommend. Go to manscaped.com right now. Use the promo code BACONPOD for 20% off your entire order. Yes. You can get the 5.0 Lawnmower Ultra. You can also use it on other products like the uh, Crop Mop, which is our personal favorite. Our personal if you ever see us out in, out, in the, out in the wild, yes. you can definitely hit us up and we will give you one of those. We always have them on us. Always. Always ready to give out. Yes. So again, manscaped.com, promo code Bacon Pod, 20% off of free shipping. Thank you, Manscaped. And always remember to ask yourself, are your balls clean? Mm -hmm. What do you find is, like, has been the hardest part about juggling being, like, you came up being behind the camera and being a planner and being the person to set all these up. Now you also have to do all that plus perform and be the talent in front of the camera and, and, do that part, do you find it difficult to kind of like, when you're in front of the camera, let go of all that other stuff so that you get the performance that you want to get? Or, because um, I know we found that with recording. Yeah. Uh, he records his own stuff. I, I have to get, I have to go to a studio and have a producer because I, I need to not be thinking about that when I'm singing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't, I have to kind of be in the moment. I'm just not good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How, like, how have you found that kind of, like, balancing act to be? I mean, it's definitely unique. I feel like it is, you know, a bit chaotic to be, like, sitting on set in, like, this outfit that I can't move in and, like, full glam and, like, trying to make sure, like, the little bandana on my head doesn't, like, fall off and, like, you know, and then I'm like, can someone bring me the monitor so I can make sure this right, looks right. like how I want it to look? You know, I feel like the performance part for me, like, I feel pretty comfortable on set. I think like, I don't know. I used to be, 
it feels even weird to say, I'm like, I used to be a model. I used to model when I was in college. And when I came to New York originally in like 2018, you know, I was kind of pursuing that a little bit. And mm-hmm. I kind of was like doing it as a networking thing. I really wanted to be more in the fashion industry. And so it kind of felt like an easy route. And I would do a lot of test shoots with people where we'd shoot each other and we kind of trade. So, you know, I was very used to like being in front of the camera. And I think that um, sort of my experience with that also made me a better photographer and a better director because I kind of know now like what looks good on camera and how to kind of move your body and what poses are good. And right. a lot of the clients that I work with are really not used to being in front of the camera. And so it's become a really huge asset to be able to like kind of literally step on set with them and like look at the outfit and be like, okay, and like look at where the light's coming from and be like, maybe try like this or something, you know? And so being in front of the camera doesn't really feel foreign to me. I think it was almost like I was kind of on set so often watching all my friends get full glam and, and being like, Hmm. I want to, I want to get glam. I was like, I want to get glam. Like, why am I like, you know, it was like scrappy in the studio all the time. Like, um, so yeah, I think the performance part for me comes like pretty naturally. Um, I think honestly the biggest like shift has been more kind of in, um, sort of the rest of my life of like the way that I sort of am like presenting in the world now and kind of like the way that I sort of think of myself, like, in this kind of like work social friend environment because like it's all very it's all very involved my life is all bleeds together yeah yeah yeah. yeah. it all kind of bleeds together like there's very little separation and so you know sort of like for years being this kind of like service person and kind of yeah like being available for all these other jobs and sort of like doing whatever assignment you know people needed at the time like it's a really big shift to be like actually like the product I'm selling is not a service the product I'm selling is myself you know and so like that's a big shift and then also just like I don't know I think I put off like kind of personal photography work for a while I used to do a lot of self-portraiture and it was all kind of like similar themes and similar kind of styling to the stuff I'm doing now of like kind of about my romantic life and my experiences and sort of playing off like feminine tropes and kind of like this like old Hollywood glam kind of look, you know, and I feel like that was always kind of like what I was interested in, but I like hit a point where, I don't know, I just felt kind of like self-conscious about uh, like publicizing my emotions so deeply. And I think I just kind of defaulted to like helping other people. Cause that was like easy, you know, and I just didn't really have to think so hard about it. And it's not as vulnerable, you know? So now it's like, I'm fully like hard on my sleeve. Like the whole thing is out there for everyone to see, you know? And I feel like any artist, like, I feel like we can all kind of agree. It's like a bit of narcissism to be like, sure. I'm just, like romanticizing my whole life. And like, everyone, should be interested in this and like blah 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 you know but um I don't know it's it's um it's still kind of a learning curve that I'm like getting used to of you know sort of existing in these circles I've been in for a long time but in kind of like a different way and sort of like also wanting people to sort of see me and respect me like in a different way than they have in the past yeah I I read about your um the self-portrait thing that you did uh which I think is very cool 
Um, and it's interesting because it was in another interview that that you had where you were talking about like people asking you if you were going to do that again and stuff. And I was yeah. like, wasn't well, that kind of what this is? Like, yes. It's just exactly. it's a self portrait with audio. Different. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> no, exactly. And that's kind of what I would say to people. You know, and obviously music, like just from writing it to you know producing it and then i i like have to go 100 with the visuals or else i'm not happy with it you know and so mm-hmm. the whole process just takes so long that you know i like two years ago two and a half years ago people asked me where are the next self-portraits when are you gonna do a new project and i was like i'm working on it like <laughs> i was like it's just 3d and there's also audio it's like a whole thing yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's just taking self-portrait forever, with a soundtrack you know? yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> um so yeah i feel like that kind of like i didn't I think there's a lot of things that with the process of you know my first ep that came out this year like writing it and i mean i hadn't picked up a guitar in years and so i i really taught myself guitar like through all of like 2020 2021 yeah you were a pandemic and, musician right yeah exactly and then you know finally kind of figured out what the sound was going to be and what i was trying to say and so it was just such a long process but i think the moment that it kind of clicked for me was when i was like oh like I've already been doing this. I just didn't really realize. And, you know, I think there was just, yeah, that one missing aspect is that I just wanted to sing. <laughs> I just wanted to make music. Like, but I don't know. It's, it's a very long time coming. Cause you know, any of my kind of long time, like client friends will like tell you that, you know, I've been shooting, even when I was shooting in my old apartment, in my living room, you know, I just put on whatever playlist and I'd be, singing along while I'm shooting and my friends would be like what's up with that voice like what are you doing why and I was like I don't know like I'm a photographer like don't ask me about it you know and um, (laughs) finally like enough people enough of my really talented like musician friends just kept being like girl where is the music like we know it's in you like you just need to like get it out and I was like I'm working on it I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll get there. That's awesome. No, literally. Well, it's also hard when you're like, you know, a freelance artist. You're already like trying to survive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Keep up a client base and like, I mean, you're already hustling twenty four seven on one thing constantly, and so it's really hard to like also make time to, you know, number one, live so that you can like have experiences and like learn about yourself and then like reflect on it enough (laughs) to write music and then on top of it, you know, like actually make it a real thing so yeah yeah, it takes a long time but i think that um the timeline and sort of the the switch between kind of like doing photography i'm very like i really like the instant gratification of photography i really like to kind of like do a shoot and then have it back the next week and and like have it be out and like i'm like cool you know if if I sit on work for too long, I get really tired of it. And I don't really want to look at it anymore. And I'm kind of like, eh, like whatever. So music was kind of like the ultimate challenge because I really had to sit there and be like, am I still going to like this in two years? And (laughs) I was uh, going to say, mixing must have sucked. Yeah. But you know, I was kind of like, okay, like I have to commit or else like I'm just never going to do anything. So it's been like a really good kind of artistic challenge for me to sort of like sit with work and like really think about it and really like be like, okay, yes, I'm committing to this and I'm going to see it through and I'm going to take the time that needs to take to do this, you know? That's great. 
That's great. Now, uh, you know, I, one of our big things is we go, when we bring you on to the show, we're musicians. We don't want to know about the name or, you know, where did you get your band name? What's this song about? Whatever. Because we don't like asking Who's those questions. Who's on your Mount Rushmore? Of but, but, like, but I, I, I'm actually very curious because I, I kind of have my own thing as well where, where I don't particularly like to just use my name for even if it is a solo project. So Me too. I wanted to know what went into, um, you know, like you, you, you mentioned to us that this has just kind of been your handle for, you know, forever. But what, what went into you saying, okay, this art, this modality, this, this, this medium that I'm going to be pursuing, I, I don't want to just put under my name as a solo thing or whatever. I want it to be under this name. Like, is there any, like, real tangible answer that... Because I, I, I certainly don't fucking have one. <laughs> I, I don't have, like, I just kind of feel like it's like, all right, well, it's, it's a band sound, so I feel like it should be a band name kind of thing. But, like, yeah. what went into you choosing to do that? If I was going to use my real name. It's, like, just my name. Right. When I did it, I was like, mm, it's got to be a band name of some kind. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely thought about it. I think I, yeah, like I mentioned before, I think I almost was thinking about it like subconsciously before I even knew exactly what all of this was going to look like. Um, yeah, Really Blonde has has been sort of my moniker for, yeah, since I was like 16, which is kind of crazy. Um, so I've had this kind of handle, and this has sort of been like my kind of nickname or identity for a long time. Um but yeah, I think when I started doing photography sort of more professionally, I sort of switched to just like going by my full name because I, I thought it was like more professional, you know, right. but I kind of hit a point where I don't know, I think I had this like inkling that, yeah, I wanted it to be a little bit more fantastical, like a little bit more, yeah, of like a character and less just like, here's me as a person. Um, and I also was kind of having this phenomenon where like I said my life is very involved so it's like I'm working with my friends like I like know all these people and like everyone knows each other like it's a very small kind of community here and so I don't know I just had a few uh, like experiences as a freelancer where I just felt like um and it's sort of inevitable but I felt like some of the people I was working with that you know we get together we do one shoot that's it we chit chat about whatever's going on that day, you know, but I was finding that I felt like a lot of my clients kind of thought that we were like super close when like, I'm sort of like, we have a professional relationship. Like right. you don't really know me like that, you know? And so I don't know. I think I was just like having to learn a lot of like professional boundaries and like ways to kind of like keep my life sort of, like separated in this way so that I didn't feel so like kind of obligated to like all of these people that I had had like an hour interaction with, you know? Um, and like, I'm grateful for all my clients, you know, like it's just not even that, but, um, it just was feeling a little too like invasive to be like known so publicly, like as my full identity. And so, I kind of decided, yeah, right around the pandemic, I sort of took the, the break from life to sort of like rebrand myself and redo my website and kind of change everything up. And 
you know, I, I was having this kind of crisis about it. And I was like, I feel like I need like a punchy like nickname or something. Like I need something more creative. And one of my friends was just like, you're really blonde. Like why, like, why would you look for anything else? Like you've always right. been it's, really blonde. It's there. Like, yeah. what it's it already is. there. And I was like, you're right. You know? And so I think, yeah, it sort of just felt obvious to me. And also, yeah, it's kind of all this like photography work that I've been doing in the past, like self portraits and stuff it feels in line with everything that I'm doing now. And so, I don't know, it's kind of this thing I still struggle with of, you know, wanting to maintain being like a multifaceted artist and wanting to not totally like drop photography and wanting to still be like working as a creative, but also like wanting to be this sort of like larger than life kind of musician character and like try and find where that all lands together um and i felt like having this kind of like overarching label for my work um sort of just made sense like i think i've always had this sense of you know even when i first moved here and i, I didn't really know what i was doing and i was just trying to get any sort of career off the ground shooting and building up clients like i always knew that you know if i was modeling or if i was the photographer or if I was like styling something or if I wasn't part of a shoot in any way, I just wanted people to know that if I was going to be involved, that they'd be getting like a certain kind of pizzazz, like that they'd be getting a certain kind of style to the shoot or that, you know, my touch would be like in there somehow. Right. And sort of like, that's like the really blonde thing, you know? And so it's, it's like part of your signature. You know? yeah. yeah. It's like, I still kind of, it's like, yeah, I'm still the photographer, really blonde. I'm still the director, really blonde, you know, but now I'm also the musician, really blonde. And so I don't know. It's like, I guess I could have, you know, started a band name or something, but it's not really a band. I mean, I have my band. I love my band, but it's, it's me. Like I'm writing yeah, all the right, music right. by myself, you know? Um, so I don't know. It feels like it just kind of made sense. And, um, yeah, I just kind of liked the, like the anonymity about it. And I feel like kind of stepping into this musician thing now. Yeah. It, it almost like, it's weird. It's kind of counterintuitive because I'm like more public facing and it's like more about my life and my emotions are so like, out on the screen, you know, but in a way, like I almost feel more untouchable now. Like I feel kind of like I have this bigger separation between me and like the rest of the world because it feels like kind of this campy, like over the top sort of uh, version of myself, you know, instead of people like knowing me by my full name and like, you know, texting well, There's a freedom. Me. There's a freedom yeah. that's yeah. attached. <laughs> Exactly. There's definitely a freedom. There's definitely a freedom and a fun aspect that's attached to it, where you kind of feel like you can do more, um, yeah. And you can you you don't have, you don't necessarily like maybe something you would shy away from expressing or saying or 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 putting out there if your name was attached to it for whatever attachments that brings with it. You're able to kind of do that because yeah. you're like, oh well, no, I've got this. I've got my really blonde shield. You know, right. like that's, exactly. that's, that's, it's, oh, I talked about it, but I talked about it in a very grandiose way because I'm a very grandiose character when I'm doing it. You exactly, know. exactly. Have you noticed some new things on mm -hmm. Begging Is My Podcast? Lots we have the new things. Bimp Lounge. Yes. Right? So with that, we're just trying to. 
we're trying to up our game a little bit here. That's right. Right? We're trying to we're trying to extend our reach. Mm -hmm. If you want to help us do that, well, one of the ways you can do that is by rocking out with our sponsors. Jump over to bakehisbypodcast.com, jump to our sponsor page, and check out all of our awesome sponsors. Uh, get all grillyourassoff.com, drinkwildbills.com, mm -hmm. Manscaped, uh, Poddex. There's quite a few of them. Everything's and we're there adding with, stuff all the time. With the most recent promo codes and the best deals that you can possibly get. Another way you can help us, get some t-shirts. Like this one, mm -hmm. right here. Uh, it doesn't come without the sleeves. Um, it gives you the option. But it gives you the option. Yeah, you get it with sleeves, you don't want sleeves, you cut the sleeves off. That's right. That's how it works. Then you have a headband if you have like a thin head. Yes. I can't use the sleeves as a headband because I have a giant yeah, round yeah, head. Yeah, we both do. Yeah. Yeah. Go to bakehismypodcast.com. Check out the merch page. Uh, Big is my fashion. Yes. Right. And you can check out all the latest episodes. It's kind of like a portal to everything Bacon is my podcast, including our music. A portal to bacon. Yes. Oh. Including his band, Craving Strange. Yes. My band, his Something band Heavy. Something. Also, Bacon is my passion, the the band itself. So Music coming. Yes. Yeah, so go ahead. Check it out. Costs nothing to look. Mm-hmm. So and go ahead. And you should it. buy you break it, you bought it, though. Hey, this is Casey Shearer. And this is Ray. Do you like pop culture? We're pretty sure you do. Then come on over and check us out at deluxeedition.show. You will not be sorry. Or maybe you will be. I don't know. Also, it's more fun. <laughs> yeah, it is more fun. And it's like, I don't know, it feels funny because... You know, I feel like when I was first kind of like coming to my family and friends and being like, guys, I'm like having an identity crisis and like, I want to release music and like, I am 27, but I, I want to be a pop star and like, I, I need to do this, you know, and everyone was kind of like, okay, like, <laughs> sure, like, do whatever you want. Have you at know? it, yeah. Um, but it was kind of like, I felt like it was this thing of me, like, finally being like, this is who I really am, you know, is, like, me on stage being a rock star, like, this is how I feel when I'm, like, in my apartment at 2 a.m., like, running around, like, this is my true self, you know, and so it's, like, that's true in a way, but then, on the other hand, it's, like, my true self is, like, sitting here on my couch with you guys right now, like, you know, having just come from the studio and, like, you know, whatever. So I don't know, but I think a lot of my music and a lot of my art generally is kind of about like carving out all the different people that I am, you know, because mm -hmm. yeah. I do do a lot of things and I play a lot of roles in my life, like even in one, one week, you know? And so yeah. I feel like that's kind of the fun of this character is that I can sort of play all these different pop, pop star characters in this one kind of name. And um, I don't know, it's like my escape, you know? I really think I uh, like, and I, I I just recently had like had this conversation. Um, I really love that you are putting your art under like this umbrella, and it's like all the time you hear like, okay, well, what what is your thing? Like, what what do you do? What what is it that you do? What is what is this niche? What is this? What is that? And you are like, I know whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> like I like to do like photography and express my myself through that lane of art. Yeah. And that's what you did. You know? And, yeah, exactly. And I I I 
was missing something, so I wanted to approach it musically. And it's yeah, like, exactly. okay, cool. And and that's what you do. So that to me is like super inspiring and really, really awesome to me because like we, we've hit that like a number of times. It's mm-hmm. like, well, what do, you, what do you guys do? It's like, well, yeah, we have a podcast. Yeah, we write music. We just yeah. do a lot of shit. <laughs> we do a lot of things. Like, yeah. Well, but, I honestly, I kind of like, I hate that question almost because I feel like in New York particularly, and I don't know, it's probably like, same in you know any kind of big like metropolis like where people come to pursue their dreams and like whatever you know where the big art community particularly as well like i feel like the first question anytime you go somewhere is be like what do you do you know and it's like i don't know your job is not your life like your job is not your identity and you know i i made a big effort years ago when i was meeting people for shoots like you know i have to make a lot of small talk and kind of get people comfortable and whatever and I really tried to like shift away from the first question being like, so what do you do? Because I feel like, you know, a lot of people don't like identify with the way that they make money. They identify with their art or they, maybe they don't have a creative practice and that's also fine. Like, you know, everyone's just a human, like you can be here for any variety of reasons. Like, and so I really tried to shift away from, you know, what do you do? And like, just start off all my sessions with being like, how are you feeling today? Right. How was think, your weekend? Like, I think you know, who like, are you? It's a much more interesting question than what do you do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I try and ask that more often when I meet people. I'm like, hey, who are you? Yeah. Like, what's up? What's what's going on? What's going on in your life? What's happening? Yeah, exactly. You know, what's up tell me life? a story. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, so what do you do um, to... When you're not wanting to, like, what do you nerd out on? What's your, what's your, like, what's your thing? What's, everybody's got a thing. What's your thing? My thing is, like, not music or photography. Um, probably plants. Like, I, my part-time job for years was, like, working at a variety of different plant stores, houseplants, okay. shops garden florists like etc about I'm like looking at my whole jungle of plants right now so that's kind of like my zen thing like if I'm feeling really stressed out I you know I like water all my plants and I like prune everything and I like move everything around and like you know that really like brings me back to to earth a little bit so that's kind of my my little nice <laughs> so you get like you you get full into the like you know you're, you're very knowledgeable about like you can grow things. I can't grow anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've killed cacti. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, they need a lot of sun and they don't need a lot of water. So it's easy to overwater and it's easy for them to not have a lot of sun. So yeah, I'm in a yeah. basement apartment. <laughs> Maybe yeah, that's yeah. it. Maybe that's yeah. it. I, yeah. I, I had that one year. It was, um, it was a challenge for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like the botany thing is, is a, that's a, it's like a big undertaking. You do have to kind of understand it, or like even gardening and stuff like that. Like, yeah. uh, like Jen, one year she was like, "I really want to grow a garden," and then I built this this planter box, and it's raised and everything, and 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 then uh, dogs, yeah, dogs and dogs, <laughs> and, and and it just made it impossible for her to do. And then she was just like, "I I dogs and rabbits don't have, yeah, we had dogs baby rabbits, rabbits. Oh dude, gosh. we had baby rabbits that just like." burrowed a hole and 
My my mom has a crazy garden. I know your mom's very into gardening. I, I yeah. joined a Facebook group with your mom. It's pretty incredible. About gardening. Yeah. And I was like, I would love to apply this one <laughs> to one of my life. It's, she's favorites. really, like, she's into creating a, a backyard of whimsy. You know, like, she has, I like, if there's a big tree in the backyard, she'll put things on it that make it look like the tree has a face, but not directly. Yes. So if you're looking at it from a certain area, there's a nose and eyes, and you're like, that tree's looking at me. <laughs> You know, and she'll she hides little things in the yard and has stone walkways and stuff. And her garden's absolutely amazing. I uh, love that. That's my, my dream brother, is like, like to have a you know the full the full gnome gnome garden. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's the vision. Well, something we didn't talk about with the gnome thing is uh, is we have like a we have this this theory, right? There's oh, like, yeah, like trick holds. That's true. Gnome. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to sour the, her experience with her. <laughs> With, right with the lovely older woman how many gnomes did the older woman have in her yard i do not know it was a lot it was an overwhelming amount <laughs> see here so, it, that, that that gives us pause yeah only because <laughs> understandably <laughs> only because we've found that um you know like a couple of gnomes that's well, whimsical and up fun to, up to three yeah. up to three whimsical to and three. fun that's a, that's exciting Past three. Past three, we have, like, it's, stories. They've got stories. You've got stories. Yeah. <laughs> Might think twice about entering your home right yeah. away. When I but, go in the house, I'm going to note the exits and look at the locks on the okay. windows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm going to keep my yeah, back I, to the door, you know? Yeah, I, I understand that. You know, I think as a child, it was, like, very amazing that there were so many of yes. them. But I think, in, you know, as an adult, if I had my own garden, which, you know, someday I will... I think yeah, it's like a couple. They have to like have their kind of their job. Like yeah, you know, we don't we don't need then after seven. Yeah, once we hit seven, that's that's souls of people that after are, seven that are buried is... in the yard. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That's that's souls that's... are contained in those yeah. gnomes. Yeah, you could you could either be buried under the gnome or and and a gnome be. I can't back that up or... with anything. But I but I feel yeah, it. I mean it's like but I feel it. Feeling signs. Yeah, that's, I have a garden right now, you know, because obviously New York apartment, there's nowhere for me to have a garden. But right. you can have one of those one of those uh, gardens that you make in the in the shoe holder that hangs over the door. No, I have like <laughs> I tried that in my old apartment. We had way better sun there, so there was one year that I grew like tomatoes in the window. Oh, nice. that was really amazing. But my apartment now is all north facing, so it's very oh, yeah. Like, ambient light so every all the plants are like in this one corner <laughs> but i do have one um little tiny garden gnome in the kitchen that hangs out that's awesome. so that's my my token we also encourage touring bands to hide gnomes yeah. uh in the gear of the bands that are touring with them i yes. love that yeah it's like a good luck charm yeah we've done that a few times we've done it to a few bands just, just strategically placed at merch merch tables or so drive drive by gnoming yeah I love that. Yeah. In in their in their gear bags or whatnot. Yeah. Um, I would like to know why log cabin weddings make for the worst photos. <laughs> um, yes, so my my day job or my weekend job <laughs> is that I'm a wedding photographer. Um, and this is the first year I've done it and so it's been quite the experience, but there's just something about like the color of wood that all of these like kind of more recently built like cabins have that 
at night, like, the only option is flash photography, you know? And it's just, like, just doesn't look great. It's, like, <laughs> it's not cute. Like, it's just, like, this obnoxious wood behind everyone. Like, I just... Well, I find, I find, like, a lot of these places... <laughs> A little sepia on it and make it look like it's from the 30s. I think I think a lot of those places. That's what I have to do is like, like shoot it with like the amber over the right, right. to make it like sepia so that everything looks like cohesive. But yeah, it's like everything is just very yellow, and then the lighting is always like doesn't match. Like it's just like I, I really don't like. I feel it. like <laughs> I feel like nowadays, and I, I know what you mean by like the by that that everybody is looking for that rustic look, and everybody is manufacturing that rustic look. And when you man- manufacture it, it just like it looks like all the charm is pulled away. Right. Like right. there's zero charm at that point. You built this cabin a year ago. Like it doesn't. It, it just looks too new. Like I don't know. Right. right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Better. You have better luck at like a Disney Disney dude ranch photo. <laughs> <laughs> they got the set design like on lock. Right. You know? They leave. Oh, they yeah. Leave they, yeah. <laughs> and that's been there for a while. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I see what you're doing. You're popping in, you're watching the show, you're listening to the show, you're like, I really like their interviews. Or you're like, I don't like their interviews at all, but I do like seven questions. Or you're like, man, I wish more people knew about this show, because these guys are fun and these guys are cool. How can I help? Well, one of the best ways to help is by going over to patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast and joining our Patreon. Uh, We've got awesome three tiers, starting at $3 per month, where you will get live stream shows mm-hmm. on uh, all of our discussion and drinks. Every week. Every week. Every week, a live stream that you can join in on, you can uh, weigh in on, you can jump in the chat, you can jump in the little community. Interact with squad. us. Uh, we got a cool squad over there, too, so you can meet people, make friends. We're all about that. Also, you can learn some cooking tips from us. Yeah. We got a few of those up there. You can try some of our dishes out. Yeah. You can also watch us eat horrible shit. Yeah, that's the other thing. Now, when we cook stuff, it's delicious, but the stuff that we eat is not. Yeah, that's, no. Totally that's separate. Never, never fun. Separate thing. Yeah, but go ahead. Go over there. There's tons of new content. We have early music releases. We've got live streams. We've got watch-alongs. We've got all sorts of stuff. Go to Bacon is My Podcast Patreon today and sign up and be part of the Bimp Squad. Totally helps us out, guys. Thank you so much. Cheers to you. What's your bacon? So as a photographer, let, let's do some public service here because a yeah. lot of musicians listen to this. Um, yes. We have a lot of musicians' friends that, that check it out, and we have bands on all the time. So as a photographer, what do we need to have bands stop doing in their band photos? <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know because I feel like it's kind of funny at this point. Like, you know, the originality argument around a lot of art is like very fascinating to me and I Mm -hmm. feel like particularly with band pictures like there is kind of like a formula for like what you're kind of like going for you know and I feel like it's just it's almost like specific to genre it's like you know at this point you could kind of see a photo of a band and like kind of know like what the music kind of sounds like which is like great because that's kind of the point but also like it's kind of hard to break out of that because then if you like go in a different direction it sort of like throws everyone off so i don't know if there's anything like particularly that i think people should stop doing I yeah think you think train tracks my, and uh warehouses are always going to be cool 
Uh, okay, the one thing that I really hate... <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I really hate is, like, these studios that you can get that are, like, pre-lit, and right. they just have, like, the... Yeah, they basically just have, like, a dark, like, warehouse, but then they have sort of, like the neon like tube lights that are just like all over the walls and right right i just hate that shit i just think it looks <laughs> so bad like and it's like there's like three or four of them like in like in new york and la and i just like every time i see someone shoot in one of these spots i'm just like uh like i've just seen this so many times like i just really don't like how it looks like i don't think it's flattering I don't know what it's, like, supposed to be evoking. Like, I just don't really get it. Like, um, but, you know, to each their own, I guess. Like, but, yeah, I think it is just kind of funny. Like, I won't say don't do it, but I think the more you're kind of in this, like, world of creative production and also just, like, music scene, like, there are kind of, like, the set locations and, like, the few pure space, like, rental spots that, like, everyone has shot at. And right, yeah. I really try to avoid them at this point because it's like, you know, I've seen many music videos done at this one really amazing location that's somewhere around here that's like this kind of like old, like abandoned raggedy house like vibe, you know, but I literally get like sponsored ads for this rental location and I'm like, I don't want to shoot here. Like, I've seen like three music videos in the past year and I'm like, I've been in this house. Like, I don't want to go there anymore. Like, and then there's also one in LA that, you know, I've seen like multiple great shoots at this location, but I've just seen it so many times now that I'm like, oh my God, it's like this studio that has like, um, a ton of like old vintage TVs that they have like a TV wall. It's, oh like, yeah. Stacked, yeah. Like, old TVs and, you know, I have I have one of these old TVs. I've used it in many shoots. It's like it's a vibe, you know, whatever. But it's just like any time I see this one studio now, I'm like, oh yeah, seventy nine dollars an hour. Like or you know, it's like I just it's like I can't do it anymore. Do you think? So, uh, do you think it's for band like, shoots, what do you think's more important, the uh, the background or the um, wardrobe? That's tough. I feel like in the past, I've sort of let a lot of bands kind of slide with, like, styling themselves because I know that, like, obviously the budget is not always there to, like, hire a stylist. Mm -hmm. But I do think that's I've always kind of advocated for, like, getting a makeup artist, like, having someone to make sure that you look good, actually. <laughs> and, like, right. I do really push for styling a lot now because... I think it's kind of all these little details that, like, again, you don't think about it, but when you see a really well-done shoot, it's, like, it should feel um, unnoticeable. Like, I feel like all of the effort mm -hmm. that goes into it, like, you shouldn't even realize, you know? And that's kind of the blessing and the curse of it, of, like, good production work, is that, like, no right. one realizes, like, how many people were involved. You see, like, a beautiful photo, and then you're like, oh, that's great, and then you look at the credit list, and it's, like... 20 people were involved in this. <laughs> right, right, right. Shot, you know, so the more that I kind of like move on to larger projects and doing more video stuff, like I really think it's all necessary. You know, I really push for like stylist, hair, makeup, lighting, like everything, you know, but obviously when you're on a budget, I think 
I guess I would say background. I guess I would say like sort of shoot environment because mm-hmm. it's. I think it just plays like a bigger role in kind of the vibe of what getting a vibe of it. Yeah, yeah. At the end, yeah. And you know, if you have cute style, you can make it work. I also feel like you know a lot of people kind of know what sort of clothing they like to wear and sort of like what they're comfortable in. And so, particularly if you're not really used to being on set or you're not really used to shooting, like I think I've seen a lot of people as well if they hire a stylist that maybe just didn't really get their vibe or, you know, they didn't really talk it through enough ahead of time. Like they'll just kind of be in this outfit that they're like, I would never wear this in real life. I just feel really weird. So like a I think it's, yeah. yeah like, that's also not good. Like, I just think the, like any good shoot is just like a lot of communication ahead of time. Like a lot of kind of prep so that, you know, you kind of avoid like all of those weird kind of hiccups that can happen like the day of, I love that. Yeah, I love that. I, I love how much we've learned today. Like, that's, what, <laughs> that's what this is for. <laughs> I mean, like we 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 learn about somebody. I have a better. We have learned about, to do for my next. We've band learned about now. Yeah, we've learned about Karina. No warehouse, but, but we've also learned a lot. Like not a warehouse. I'm glad. I'm glad you've learned a lot. That's awesome. And I hope <laughs> I hope for. I hope other people have learned a lot. Because I hope it's, too. It's uh. These are all like, I, I've fallen victim to it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where do you stand? Where? Do, what's that? I was going to say my biggest pet peeves on set, always, same for weddings, girls with the hair tie on their wrist. Take that shit off. Oh, okay. <laughs> that drives me nuts. Right. And then I've also learned through modeling and stuff that this is always my trick that I give to people is that hands on set if you like have your hand on your leg, just like flat down like this, it's always going to look weird. And so hands are supposed to be like kind of from the side. Like it's either kind of like this, you know, your pinky out or like oh. thumb out. So it's kind Ooh. of like Venus, like Renaissance. Like I've recently yeah. learned the <laughs> head forward like... thing. I've, I've recently heard that the head forward thing where like, instead of having your head back like this, where it's, you, you kind of put your head forward a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I can't see that. No, there's a lot of um. I do a lot of on set. I kind of go, can you move your head like this? And I'll be like looking through. Right, right. As if I'm like up here, you know. And normally people kind of get it, so it's like you know, I, I'm very much like yeah, tiny little details, you know. Um, but it, I don't know. It's kind of like it's come inherently to me, like over years of directing people that I can't even really describe, like. I think it really just like depends on where the light's coming from and what's going on and what the outfit is and everything. And, you sure, know, yeah. But, um, yeah. There, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. Love it. What were you going to ask? Uh, well, I was going to ask, where 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 do you sit with uh, with bandmates or band members wearing shorts? Oh. <laughs> wearing shorts. Oh. <laughs> I've never really thought about it. Oh, um, interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Is it short? I guess are shorts like a highly controversial clothing item? I don't know. I I very much. Like, I've been told I, it's a, it's. I've been told it's it's a it's a faux pas. I mean, listen. Like when I'm performing, I am showing up in a full look. Like that's a lot of the experience for me is like being able to put on like the really long fit and like come wow. out in my whole outfit and mm-hmm. full glam and like the whole thing. You know, so. I know that's part of it for me, but I try not to put too much pressure on my bandmates to like match my energy. Cause you know, I'm like, 
gigging musicians are just out here doing their best. Like a lot of them are coming from their other job where they're like a teacher or something. And so they're like, I'm in my teacher outfit. And I'm like, that's fine. You know? right. <laughs> so I've never really put like a lot of yeah pressure on anybody to wear anything crazy. But, you know, I do kind of like give, uh, if people want to take it, I'll give sort of the theme of the evening. If people want to, you know, dress to the occasion, but um, you know, frankly, when I'm performing, um, all eyes on me. So it doesn't really matter what you're wearing in the background. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Interesting. That's, that's, uh, a lead singer speaking to a lead singer. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I get it. So <laughs> you, know what, you know what the problem is? The problem is, is that I, I, for whatever reason, I'm a lead singer. That's like, no, you know, like, it's fine. You don't have to look at me and I need to get over that. You do need to get, over, get that. over that. Yeah. So, Especially because you're a lead singer that also stands on the bar and walks into people well they're not they're not you don't need to look at me but i'm gonna stand up i'm gonna get off stage and get up in your face yeah no i don't get in people's faces yeah. I, don't, I don't do that I, that's, you, that's, I feel like cool. that's almost the epitome of being an artist is being like which i think is good. look at me look yeah. at me and then when people look at you you're like why are you looking at me don't look at me yes no, I, I look at me, but don't objectify me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, uh, Karina, thank you so much. We've taken up so much of your time, but like, we really appreciate you hanging yeah, out with us. I hope you had fun. I hope you had bestowing a lot of knowledge <laughs> upon the, the the consumers of Bacon is my podcast. So people take notes. I've taken. Yeah, some. take notes. I've taken, yeah. yeah. No, I'm very, like, I'm all about sort of uh, spreading knowledge around, giving tips around. I feel like there's kind of, there's there's an abundance of, you know, uh, information and sort of knowledge that you can acquire about any of this stuff. And I, I don't know, I'm very, like, non-gatekeepy. I'm sort of like, yeah, I'll answer any question about photography, anything about production. Well, every experience, every experience that you have gives you a little bit of knowledge that you can then share with somebody who's going yeah, to exactly. be able to use that. Yeah, you know, and they're going to be able to use it to also make your life easier if you work with them someday. Yes, <laughs> you know? exactly. So they 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 got knowledge of like, okay, don't have the hair tie on my wrist, and don't <laughs> don't do this. Watch what I do with my hands, and then the next yeah. time they do a shoot with you, this went seamless. Exactly, <laughs> it's amazing. Exactly, absolutely. Oh, thank um, you guys so much. This has been great. Before we, before we head out, though, you got to let everybody know where they can find everything really blonde, including the new EP or the the recently released well, the recently EP, EP yes, and yes. when the new thing is coming out. Yes. Yes. Um, you can yes, you can find me anywhere on the internet at really blonde r l y b l o n d e really blonde. Um, so Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, it's all really blonde. Um, and you can also find all my creative work, all my direction and photography work at my production company page. So that's at really hot creative. So R L Y hot creative. Um, so follow along if you want to see kind of what I'm working on with other artists. Um, and, uh, yeah, the new e the EP that came out this year, fantasy, my debut EP is on all streaming platforms. So fantasy by really blonde. Go listen. Also a great song and a great video. So check yeah. that out. Oh, thank you. Yes. The, the fantasy video is like, truly, I, I feel like I almost did myself dirty by like coming out so strong at the beginning. Cause I'm like, <laughs> how am I ever going to top this? <laughs> <laughs> It definitely, you made statements. You made a statement with that. <laughs> so, 
you know, just we're always aspirationally looking up. Um, but yeah, that was a really special video to me. So that that's always going to be like my pride and joy, my babies. It's, it's awesome. Really, it's awesome. Go watch that for sure. And then yeah, the the new songs that just came out, Your Angel and Girl in Your Story, both with a video that I also directed and produced. So go watch those on YouTube and uh, stream it everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, nice. check it out. All uh, all links and everything will be in the description of this video. So thank you guys for checking it out. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening. And uh, remember to ask yourselves every single day that super important question. What is it in your life? What is it? What is your photography? What is your music? What is your no, no hair ties on the wrist? What is your no shorts <laughs> on stage? What is your thing that makes your life a little bit easier, a little bit better? What's the question? What is the question? What's your bacon? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Got it! <laughs> awesome. Love it. That's it. That's it. That's the video. One more thumbnail. Okay, next yeah. thumbnail. Three, two, one, go. Love it. That's my hand. I like I your hand. Pinky. That's, I put my hands up here to yeah. give them a little... little. They look smaller because <laughs> they're behind me. Cavzilla. Cavzilla. Yeah. 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 King of the calves. King of the calves. No, that sounds like you like little cows. Or if I was the king of the little cows. Yeah. Right, like you have subjects and they're all little cows. Yeah. That's less exciting. Less exciting than Cavzilla. Cavzilla. Yeah. Right, because that means that... It... Monster calves. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. a monster. Right. A little misunderstood, creates yeah. a little bit of destruction in its wake, but still, Same. there to save you. Yeah. They're a port in the storm. To 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 restore <laughs> the natural order of things. Right? Yeah. Really blonde. Karina. Your calves? <laughs> no, no, they're not. They're certainly not really blonde. But what they could be. Karina's really blonde. That yes. name works even if she dyes her hair. Right. Because she's like, ah, I'm really blonde. <laughs> my, my calves are not really blonde. No. Nor are they... Not hairless. But you know how they could be hairless. It could be. The lawnmower 5.0. Yeah. They don't look like a lawn either. No, no, no. They're not they're not like egregious yeah. hair. No, you don't you don't have like egregious no. hairy calves or anything like that. I'm looking at his calves right now because uh it's warm in here and he has he has pulled up his pants mm -hmm. uh from the ankle to the knee. Yeah. Uh, and I am I'm gazing upon the majesty that is Cavzilla. Yeah. Cavzilla Wayman. But we digress. Really blonde. She was great. Karina is awesome. Yeah. She's a really great artist uh, and, and multifaceted artist. And I kind of brought it up. And I think it's really cool that she just kind of was like, yeah, no, 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 no. This is all art. And this is what I do. So this is, this is it. This is me. This is really blonde. Doesn't yeah. matter if it's. I like that too. I think that's cool. And I get visual, it. Totally audio, get it. this, that. It's like all this stuff, me. And I think it's really, really cool. So go check her out. Go check out the music. The music is really awesome. I'm really excited because we are actually going to be working with some different people this year. Here in the year 2024. The year of our Lord! 2024. And uh, yeah, here in 2024. Because this is out in 2024, by the mm -hmm. way. Yep. Uh, so that's why I wasn't worried when she was like giving away one of her Christmas gifts. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited. We're working with some different people, new artists, and uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun is is in store for us. Shall be had. All of us is yet to be had. What we've what we we will do, bring more fun. What we do you. is going to be fun to you and vice versa. Hopefully, I yeah. Let us know. Let yeah. us know in the comments. If stuff. this wasn't fun, go fuck yourself. No, I'm well, no, tell just, us in no. the comments how tell it us wasn't why. fun. You know, tell like us why. just slam us in the comments. Yeah, you know, it'll be great. No, but no one will care. But but Perino was really great. Yeah, so she don't was really her. So you'd be wrong. You'd be very wrong. You'd be wrong. I agree. Um, Jimmy, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Jimmy G's Shoes on all the socials. That's my really blonde, I guess, mm-hmm. is uh, Jimmy G's Shoes. Um, my band, Craving Strange, is at cravingstrange.net. Uh, that will give you a link to all of our socials and all of our stuff everywhere. We have new music uh, possibly coming out soon. Possibly. That's good. Possibly, maybe. Uh, you can also find uh, myself as well as uh, Cavzilla Wayman here. Over on bakersmypodcast.com, where you can check out all of the cool uh, stuff that we have to offer. Like our shows are on there, our sponsors are on there, where you can get all the best deals on <coughs> stuff. We also have our shirts. Yeah. Yeah, you've all, you actually got one on too. I got you one on too. Put one on. Yeah, we got all kinds of fun stuff over there. Lots of merch. So uh, definitely check that out. Let us know what you like, let us know what you don't like. And, um, and yeah, you can even. Uh, what else can you get over there? Sponsors. I our mentioned sp- that. Our yeah, amazing sponsors. You can get all the best deals on all the Manscaped stuff. Yeah. and Yeah. All the most up-to-date it's things. It's like a portal to everything that we do. It is. It is. It's a it's a port in the storm. Like your cabs. A porthole. Yeah. Like, right. Where can they find you? <laughs> me, personally, I am at me, my own self, Mike, on Instagram and Twitter. I am going to be do. Being, bleh, I am going to start words? being more good at words. He's going to take English classes. Maybe. No, I'm going to be a little bit more active on there uh, to just kind of show people what I'm up to. Um, I have a lot of things that I, I aspire to do this year. So, nice. um, yeah, you can see all my stuff there. My band, Something Heavy, at Something Heavy music on the socials we will have some new music um it's probably going to be more covers this year um but we'll see we'll see we're 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 writing we're always recording i uh i'm gonna take a little bit of time with uh with the original stuff this year and rather than just bang out a single and put it out i'm gonna put a little bit more thought about where it belongs and yeah we'll see my my I write a concept album. Strategery. A concept album. Been thinking about it. That's exciting. I've been thinking about it. Oh. It's been something that I've been rolling rolling around the brain balls. We, we may have to discuss and drink yeah. about that. Yeah, because it's something that I've always appreciated, and uh, I think it's time. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to hear more about that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that. That's me. That's my band. Uh, also, my other band is Bacon is My Passion. Oh, that's my other band, too. You, too? Yeah. Wow. We have stuff coming out You this drink year, here, too? Right? Yeah. That uh, should be the name of the record. You drink here, too? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, we're going to put out our Damage Condition stuff. It was stuff that we wrote back in 20... 
16, 2017, it yeah. is oh, man, a direction yeah. that we decided to go uh, for that. That was a lot of, uh, that was like a, a very much like an acquainting, uh, like getting acquainted period for you and I. Yeah. I think it was. We were mixing our uh, our, our paintbrushes together. It was, it was very much a you. We were touching tips and uh, seeing, seeing how to make it work. Yeah. We could go, we should discuss that. Discussion and drinks. We're gonna right. do that. Yeah, we also have a show go, called Discussions to, and Drinks, which yeah. comes out every Wednesday. Uh, every Wednesday. Yeah. So uh, check that out as well. Because my podcast, Discussions and Drinks, yep. where Mike and I sit down, have a drink, and talk about whatever we feel like talking about that yeah. day. And uh, perhaps, perhaps there will be one soon about about that stuff. Probably one in the archives because it's fresh. Why don't we just talk about that on the discussion and drinks we do tonight? All right, sure. Yeah, we can do that. So go in the archives. It's yeah. gonna be there. All right. All right. And uh, otherwise, always remember to ask yourself one super important question. What's your bacon? Shorts matter. World peace. <laughs>